This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. And we're back on Raspberry Lemonade. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Levi. Yourself? I'm doing all right. Thank you for coming down. Why don't you tell the audience real quick who you are? Like, I guess what your name is. <laughs> and what do you do? Yeah, my name is uh, Axel. And uh, I work in the low voltage the low voltage field, having to do a lot with uh, smart home systems, um, pretty much anything that's av uh, audio video directly with uh, mostly residential areas okay awesome awesome so that's like uh, security cameras that's like or literally anything like even i don't know home theater setup and stuff like that too yeah yeah exactly exactly that so i'm i mainly started with uh you know basic tv installations you know and anybody wanted to mount a tv on the wall i learned that and then uh, the company I used to work for, little by little, it, it developed into that. Uh, surveillance cameras, uh, home theater, full-on uh, dedicated um, home theater systems with surround sound. Um, the only thing I don't do and I never fully learned is just alarms. But everything else, low voltage. Awesome. Cool. Alarms, is that like different like how much do you know about that um I, I believe it has something kind of directly to do with it but in the previous company that i worked for for many years we just never did it so alarm wise like you know putting the sensors on the doors uh, connecting it to the circuit panel programming and all of that that's the only thing i never really learned uh, but i'm pretty sure if i were to try to learn it i could probably get the hang of it pretty quickly because yeah. it has it's all tied in kind of together yeah exactly all right on well, that's awesome and again i didn't get to mention in the beginning but thank you i really appreciate you coming down uh, i know you came straight from work today and the last thing you do want to do i'm sure is like now try to explain your whole story and like when you're trying <laughs> to wind down you know and all that so no, i no, really well, do I appreciate, appreciate no well, i appreciate you having me as well and uh you know it's a uh, day is going pretty mellow so you know it was a uh, it was a good, not that far of a drive for me, so it was okay. Awesome. Yeah, you were in Santa Monica. I don't know. that For some people, that's kind of far. <laughs> well, down. once you've been driving around for, for so many years, it seems like not that long of a drive. Considering LA traffic, I've lived here my whole life. I mean, you get used to driving an hour, two hours. After a while, it just seems like, you know, it's inevitable. It's like every day. Yeah. Every day thing. Right. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, you told us about your business kind of overall right and uh i don't think a lot of people uh you know are conscious that it's a it's a thing like i'm i think it's very overlooked i feel uh like an industry that is literally a part of every single business right? yeah that's correct and uh you know some people consider thinking home theater they see oh you know movie stars, uh, you know, only in the rich areas or uh, um, something that just has directly to do with needing a lot of money. Uh, but I, uh, in my field, I have 
kind of catered to both. Um, nowadays, we see something smart home systems, um, something basic like installing a ring doorbell nowadays. So, you know, that's gotten really popular. I actually have one right there. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. So, um, you know, something as simple as that. Sometimes, it, of course, it can seem easy to set up, but some it's it's interesting or it's kind of baffling how a lot of people don't even want to deal with it they'd rather just hire someone to do it yeah so that's where i come in and hey i just install it for them set it up on their wi-fi um so yeah it, it has so many different tiers of it it can gotcha. be something you know a system that could be a hundred thousand dollars and up or it could be a simple in and out job that you're you know, you're done in an hour and setting something so quickly. I got you. Well, that's awesome. So do you cater specifically to homeowners or literally like also businesses and like commercial side of things? Um, well, when I first started this business, uh, we actually intended to concentrate on commercial um, because part of the low voltage that we do, we do a lot of wiring. So Part of the wiring is wiring for, like, let's say, Wi-Fi boosters, um, wiring for TV locations, wiring for uh, house music type of things. And okay. there's a lot of demand for that in commercial, actually. Uh, and my dad, which is my partner in this business, he, he already is kind of, uh, he works for another company as well um, that he they concentrate mainly on drywalling but he already has his foot in the door with a lot of gcs and contractors in these buildings so we mainly wanted to try to get in the in the um our foot in the door to more uh, commercial uh to up to now it hasn't completely planned out just yet uh so we've been mainly concentrating on residential uh, because a lot of my networking contacts have been more residential and uh, and uh, apartment complexes uh, but you know it's it's just a, it's a step stepping stones yeah definitely and I mean the fact that you guys already have like a base clientele that's helpful I'm sure because I think in any business really in anything it, it comes down to word of mouth like you'll usually, believe or listen to more like your family member or your friend rather than like hundreds of reviews online which i mean i'm sure for some people it also helps when making a decision when it comes to purchasing or you know uh, deciding to take on a certain service but word of the mouth is hands down in my opinion the best way to go yes i totally agree on that uh Word of mouth, um, surprisingly up to this point since my business has started, uh, I have, I mean, not that I haven't had too much time for it. I know I should dedicate a little bit more time for that and it's in the works, but up to the point that we opened in 2017 till now, all of our jobs have pretty much been word of mouth. Uh, people have referred us to other business owners or other uh, friends and family. So we have rarely done much marketing of sending out flyers or business cards. Uh, we have them, but we haven't done much marketing for it. Up to now, a lot of it have been word of mouth. Nice, nice. Awesome. And you did touch a little bit of kind of how you got into the industry. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little more about that and like how you know you even heard about this industry that a lot of people don't 
or not that they don't know about, but they kind of overlook or tend to overlook and maybe the early days of your company. Yeah, sure, sure. So I started AV um, almost straight out of high school. I actually, uh, I went to ITT Tech for uh, computer, uh, computer science. And I mainly actually, when I first uh, graduated high school, I mainly wanted to do something directly with technology. I wanted something to do with more with computers. Uh, in actual fact, I actually wanted to do more IT work. Mm, um, okay. I used to be one of those geeks that used to, every time they used to get something new, they would read the whole manual just, <laughs> just for the fun of it. I didn't necessarily need to know how everything worked. I just loved reading the manual to really try to understand how everything really worked. Gotcha. Um, also I would, you know, take, uh, take apart my computer, um, you know, try to put it back together. It didn't always happen, but you know, or if our friends or family would give me an old product that they had and I would try to fix it. Um, yeah. some of them got fixed, some of them just ended up getting destroyed, <laughs> but it was always my curiosity of wanting to see how something worked. Yeah. Uh, but in actually, in uh, uh, one of my classmates at ITT Tech, um, he was already working. For my first AV company that I ended up joining in September of 2009. Okay. So that was actually my first, uh, well, actually second real job after graduating high school. Um, and at first, I kind of, uh, I kind of took it as a temporary job, thinking, well, I'll just stay in this until I graduate. And, you know, then do something more directly with IT work. Yeah. Um, but I didn't end up knowing how much I was going to end up loving the field. I also thought it was something simple. I thought it was more, you know, installing a TV here, installing, connecting some cables here and there. But the smart home system, little by little, started expanding so rapidly as well. Mm. Um, and it, it goes to show how... Uh, everything is within time frames. I would say 2008, 2009. Um, it was actually bad at that time because we all know the recession happened in right. 2008. There was a housing market crash. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there wasn't a lot of available jobs. Even the company where I started, I was more temporary. I would only work one or two days a week. Um, because, yeah, that company as well wasn't super busy because not a lot of people were buying houses or remodeling or doing many things or many big projects. Um, but eventually, you know, once things started getting a little bit better, eventually I went full time and I learned everything that has to do with the AB field. I learned phone systems. I learned um, uh, wiring I learned uh, anything that has to do with, you know, the direct TV installations, cable box installations, TV mounts, um, connecting, um, building a whole rack system for uh, internet or just a regular, you know, home theater system. Um, and it, within those things as well, like uh, camera installations, which is, back then wasn't super popular or super important it was more in higher risk areas mm, where right. you know 
they could afford it because cameras were also a lot more expensive back then. Yeah. Um, until now, where it developed into smaller, faster systems of just connecting a ring, uh, connecting uh, you know Nest cameras. Pretty much, so many companies nowadays have cameras or wireless cameras that you could set up. Um, and they have gone to be more sophisticated. There's you know 1080p cameras, 2K cameras, 4K, and so on and so forth. So all of those things, a lot of res for sure. Yeah, exactly. So all of those, you know, it started going into the things that I that I loved. It had to do with computer. It had mm, to do with gotcha. um, programming, uh, putting tying it all together. Uh, I've always been, uh, I've always been really tedious. Uh, I like everything being in an order and not having clutter. Okay. So once I started learning of these smart home systems, it's like, hey, from one remote or from just your phone, you could control the, your thermostats, you could control your TV, you could control your outside music, uh, you could control the lights all around the house, stuff like that. So I started catching more and more of my attention. So I started loving it more up to the point where, you know, um, 2017 is when I ended up uh, pretty much, yeah, opening. I went to go get the state license, uh, which wasn't easy. I would, you, you would think someone that has been in the field for about... Uh, At that point, almost a decade, right? Yeah, well, 2009, so eight years. Yeah, but close to a decade, eight years. You would think I would already know enough to say, oh, I could pass this test, but actually it t- took me up to the third try. I passed the, um, the laws exam pretty quickly. It was on the first try, but the trade exam, it did take me three times to to finally pass it. Wow. Yeah, but uh, it's been quite a journey from from then till now, Uh, but uh, I'm glad I took the leap. Yeah, definitely. And I'm glad for you that you didn't give up after the second try because, you know, the third time, that that was when you went through. And like, imagine if you hadn't given it another shot. Right, you know? right, correct. Like that you probably you would have been like, ah, oh, but what if this was the time? You know, this was the try or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, that too. Well, at that time in 2017, I was still actually working for another company. I I had uh, made my own company kind of as a backup or already kind of thinking in the future of saying, you know, eventually I want to leave this company and, mm. you know, do my own thing. Yeah. Um, but of course, like one thing that's obviously really important at that time uh, was networking. At that time, I wasn't really doing too many side jobs. I was, I was just concentrating on getting the jobs done at the job that I was at. So little by little in 2017, and was when we started getting word of mouth out, mm. um, letting people know that, hey, you know, uh, I do still work for this other company, but I'm starting to build my reputation, my networking up for my own company. If you would like, you know, to, if anybody at that time would like to, uh, you know, give us a chance to, you know, do certain things for their, their houses or anything or any wiring that they needed, it started getting our word of mouth out there. Uh, awesome, man. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that off air too, how it, you, you know, the network that you build or the more people that you network, like kind of like the more opportunities come about because like you said, 
your word of mouth is is huge yeah you know and uh literally even about like even like this podcast as an example right like that's how i have found out that some people have listened to it not because i went out there and i was like hey you should totally listen to, to this because blah 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 but you know their friend told them about it or maybe a friend of theirs was on the podcast and that's why they you know started listening to it right right and with with your business like like hey you know this guy axel he did a great job you know you should hire him for whatever you need with you know with video with with wiring with, with any of that so anyone out there how important would you say to someone out there that networking is for a business it's extremely important uh as a growing up i've always been kind of keeping it to myself and in the early years of that uh, the working for the other company i was more of a in and out kind of guy i always saw other trades uh and certain jobs even big jobs small jobs but my mentality back then was more i'm just there to do my job i would go in do whatever i needed to do leave and go home um one thing that really has helped out our company though is my dad my dad yeah he's kind of those old school guys that he loves talking he loves getting to know someone whenever he he actually worked for that other company that we worked for as well uh he was there for maybe about two years before he moved to the the other company he works at now um but any chance that he had to speak with any other trade whether it was the painters or um the people that were building the frames or they were doing the drywall or the electricians anyone who would you know start a small talk at first hey how are you and you know so and so my name is this what, what are you doing here Hi. and it turned into hey you know if you ever need anything that has to do with this let us know there you go and yeah word of mouth eventually some of them did come back hey i have this other job and they need they really need uh you know something simple they just need a uh, mounting a tv all right yeah we could do it let us go hey uh this other house doesn't uh they have issues they're they don't know how to troubleshoot it all right let me go check it out so it started up like that little by little and uh it's uh, it's gotten us to the point where we are now that's awesome man yeah Definitely keep it up. I know you guys are going to do bigger and better things with time. Come to the part of the podcast where we get a little personal. You know, up to the guests how much they want to share. But uh, we talk a little bit about the guest's upbringing. So in your case, how, how much do you feel that your upbringing affected, upbringing, excuse me, affected how you do business or maybe who you are as a person that one way or another affects your business, right? Um, maybe you could tell like a some specific story that, you know, happened to you as a kid that now as an adult, you're like, oh, like that's the lesson that I learned and this is how it's helped me in my business. Well, um what can i say about my upbringing you said you grew up in la right yes so i've always grown up in la in the same city we moved around maybe once or twice uh, but it was always in la um so one thing that i would say is i've always been i've always been really shy so it kind of pushed me a little bit back because of the fact that 
uh, I used to not like confrontations. I used to not okay. like that. I mentioned before, my mentality was go in, do my work, get out. Not socialize, not you know get to know the other trades or anything like that. Uh, it was more go in, do whatever I need to do, and get out. Um, and little by little, I started realizing the more I grew up, the more it's important, not necessarily to be nice, uh, but also just, you know, out of respect, out of, you know, to show them that uh, I'm a really nice person and just, you know, kind of like to get to know me and get to know um, my company down the line. My parents have always demonstrated uh, a good etiquette. Of course, okay. like, you know, open yeah. the door for someone, say please and thank you, um, have a self-respect um, as well as, uh, there's a saying in Spanish, um, que, que te miren cara de, uh, what's it called? how does it go, sorry, um, que te llamen feo, pero que nunca te digan que eres un ladrón o mentiroso. <laughs> so basically, hey. like, let them, you know, it's okay to be ugly, but never for them to call you like a thief or anything like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. So that's something that my, my the parents <laughs> always, you know, uh, instilled in us that, you know, to always... Do what's right in okay. a sense. Yeah, you know, not be considered as someone that hey, I can't trust this person because you know he's a rat or he's mm. a they're thief. shady. Yeah, yeah, so he's shady or this or that. So I've always been a caring person. I've always been try to be there for someone else. I've always tried to, um, you know, show them that I'm interested in whatever it is that's going on at the moment. So little by little by being antisocial it kind of pushed me away from that mm. i don't know why but a lot of people used to think and say in my younger days that i had a really angry face or serious face <laughs> so and it's funny because a lot of people after down the line when they really got to know me they're like wow i had the complete opposite uh opinion about you mm -hmm. now i know this and that and that and this so uh, it's like it's 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 funny to me because it's like it's like saying you can't judge a book by its cover type yeah, of thing. Big yeah, hundred percent. So little by little, you know, I tr I've been more adaptive. I've been more, and my previous work actually did help a lot with that uh, because um, after a few years that I was working in that company, um, they ended up setting me up in the service department. Oh, nice. So you had to talk to people. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to. Before it was just go in, do run the wire, whatever I needed to do, and I'm out. But now that I was in the service department, the last, I would say, I think it was the last five years in that company, it was more going in, uh, talking to the homeowners or you know whoever was present at the house, uh, check whatever was wrong with it. You know, get a layout of what kind of things have they been trying to do, what kind of things are not working properly. And then I would either try to fix it or fix it and then give them like a walkthrough of what I did. And, uh, you know, 
if it was sometimes not always it was more user error uh, so i would just walk them through what kind of things to do to make it some whatever it is wasn't working work at that time gotcha kind of figure out what was troubleshooting exactly or sometimes it was over the phone or sometimes it was you know showing up in person so that did you know help my social I guess social anxiety of being more around people, talking to more people, at least people that I didn't know at all. Yeah. Type of thing. So that has opened the doors a lot for me. And as far as networking, as far as being more expressive, uh, being more open, I guess, and being more, uh, you know, over there talkative. In yeah. A way. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's very important. Cause especially when you're, I mean, you're going to go to someone's house, especially like in your, industry like you want the client to feel comfortable with you know bringing a complete stranger into their house like right. that doesn't happen a lot right of course. you know so i think it's it's very important to to definitely give off that you know for lack of a better word that vibe that you know i'm friendly i'm here mm -hmm. to do a job a service for you like it's okay you know uh I'm approachable, I'm right. I'm considerate, I'm all these things. Yeah. And then they'll feel more comfortable with you. Yeah, and then it also goes that back to um uh what's the word? Uh that confidence that you instill in yourself. Uh before, like I said, at the beginning, of course, it was hard. It was just more straightforward answers. Um, but again, once it came back to now my business. Uh, when I go and have to make certain bids, they have to see that confidence that I'm going to take care of them, that I mean, know yeah. what I'm doing. If you don't see that, sometimes they get pulled back. It's like, well, you know, this guy not be, not be able to take care of the job, you know. Right. So and that having more talking experience, it, it helps out so, to know how to talk to someone, know how to make sure that they can trust you, not just by being nice, but just knowing what kind of words to use. There you go. Yeah. And that only happens after many times of, you know, doing it over and over and practicing kind of sometimes even like experimenting a little bit. Like mm -hmm. mm, if I say this, let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so. if it works, I'm like, okay, I got a positive response. And sometimes you don't even really think these things. It's just, this all happens in milliseconds. Right. But the constant practice for sure. And like exposing yourself and kind of pushing yourself out of your com comfort zone right definitely helps out in the long run correct yeah it does yeah it's all right now we're gonna go into more nitty-gritty stuff i like to ask uh our guests here on the podcast about a sour story you could choose one or you know maybe even a few short ones that you know you've experienced in your line of work uh that hasn't been the most pleasant maybe of experiences what's what's one of those or maybe a few small ones that you'd like to share well um i have i won't have a couple but the one that mainly comes to mind well it's both it's sour because it uh it made me look bad and it went back to you know the type of person i wanted to be looked upon uh, but I mean, eventually it turned into a good thing, but okay. it's obviously, you know, it started bad. So uh, at the end of my um, 
at the end of my the time that I, I was working at the previous company, I had already been working there for 11 years. So I started in 2009. I got let go in 2020. And a lot oh, of people wow. ran to the conclusion, oh, it's, you know, it's pandemic, things got slow. But in reality, in our field, it was, it was so busy. I guess it was the time nobody was traveling and nobody was buying things. Well, nobody was really traveling. So a lot of people started reinvesting mm. in remodeling, yeah. buying properties, uh, re, you know, remodeling their houses, uh, making additions or just buying new equipment. Right. So in our field, we were crazy busy. So uh, there was a time where I went to a uh, residence house and uh, mind, I had already kind of worked a full seven, eight hour shift. That was, you know, kind of at the end of it. Yeah. I was already tired. I actually still had one more appointment after that. And uh, I went into the homeowner's uh, a bedroom. Again, we're in the middle of COVID. Everybody's really touchy with all of their kind of things that uh, their property yeah, um, and I was working in her in her uh, in her bedroom because I needed to fix something with her TV and her remote and it, it was kind of like the wrong place wrong time type of thing mm. I of course I it was kind of dumb of me because I was kind of on the floor leaning on pretty much leaning on uh, my feet. Mm -hmm. It got to a point where I got tired and I kind of used her bed to uh, push myself up. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, when I pushed myself up, she came in. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and obviously she saw me right on her bed, kind of, you know, propping myself up. Uh, and she didn't tell me anything at that moment, uh, but she did kind of give me that stare of like, like, what dude, are you doing yeah, yeah. like you, you're touching Stun my bed uh -huh. i didn't take it as much because she never mentioned anything to me i, I finished what i needed to do i went to the next appointments left uh, a few days later uh, i get word from from my boss he's like hey uh what's uh wh what happened in this in this house the the homeowner said that there's something urgent they need to talk to us about do you recall what happened or anything i should be aware of I was like, um, not, not that I could think of. Cause I didn't, I did think of probably that, but I didn't necessarily think it was a big deal because right. she didn't really say anything to me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she, he went over, he explained to her, um, it kind of got exaggerated a bit because from the client's point of view, she said that I was lying on her bed. Mm. So I went from. From just like lifting myself up to I'm um, completely on her bed. Yeah. So, yeah, that's at least that's what got stuck in his mind that mm -hmm. I was somehow completely on her bed. Um, I explained it to him. I, you know, kind of demonstrated and, you know, kind of how kind of happened. Right. Um, but at that point, he was kind of at his last straw. He said, you know what, I... I just don't know how to look at you anymore. Um, that's it. We got to let you go. Wow. It, it hurt me because it's like, it was 11 years of my life working at that company. It's yeah. Like, uh, you know, I devoted, I've always put 100% effort into whatever I'm doing. 
and you know i really enjoyed being in that company and i felt like for one little dumb mistake i mean yes it was my mistake but yeah. for one little mistake you know they're gonna throw all of that away right that's the sour part but of course it led to bigger and better things um you know i did you know stay home maybe a few few weeks to kind of reiterates you know what it is that i'm gonna do am i gonna apply somewhere else mm. to another company because like i said that field was booming i could have gone and find another job somewhere else and all right Easy. i'm sure probably very easily yeah I'm sure but you know i decided you know i already hadn't and this was 2020 so i said i had opened my company in 2017 kind of already thinking in the future yeah and decided you know what i already have my license i already have my you know my business um i already have my small amount of of clients let's just start with that it kind of you know in a miraculously way um i already had a few jobs lined up through these other clients for the rest of that year oh wow so it's not like if i immediately had to go and you know, like kind of tell them, hey, you know, is there anything you guys need me to do? There was already certain things lined up that they needed me to do um, throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. So I kept me busy the rest of, because this was February that they let me go. So from February to December of 2020, it was more of a, all right, let's see how the rest of 2020 goes. And, you know, it will either lead me to decide, you know, that's... Uh, I can't do this and I just need to apply somewhere else or let's continue this. And well, here we are today and I'm still, you know, we're still, we're still growing. We're still getting better. We're still improving. Um, you know, that's how things are. Awesome, man. Dude, that's insane. Like I, I could see definitely how that whole situation could have been, you know, or it was obviously misinterpreted, um, but yeah, that's that, that's kind of messed up. That for for such a small thing, you know, they just are like, "All right, got the boot, get out of mm -hmm. here." So I mean, I'm sorry that happened, but I mean, obviously things have gone better. Um, and with your business growing and everything, what would you say then has been one of the sweetest moments that you've had in your business now? Now, now that you have your own business. So one of the sweetest moments that always uh, captures my heart is actually in uh, uh, that same year in 2020. It was around April or May. Um, a client of mine, uh, she she contacted me. Uh, she had her, you know, her residency in Beverly Hills. I mean, she was upscale. She and I had taken care of her um, before she had said that there was various different AV companies going and somehow nobody was able to figure out. I went, mm. you know, in detail, try to figure it out. Uh, and I got it to work for her. So that always stayed in the back of her mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, she was ended up selling that house and uh, her primary residence was in another state. And she contacts me and says, Hey, Axel, um, uh, I want you to come and look at uh, one of my houses out here that we're building. I want you to take care of the wiring and everything. And 
at first I was taken back. I was like, like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I, you know, I, I'm, on, you know, I appreciate the thought, mm-hmm. you know, but why? Why would someone fly someone else from another state all the way to where you live? Mm-hmm. Just you know, when they could probably choose someone locally, right? And considering California is a high-paid, at least for this field, it can be a high-paid uh, job. In other states, it might be less. Yeah, but you know, it's like it, it kind of baffled me. It took me back, it took me by surprise. And uh, I did kind of question her. I just in a, uh, she's always been really honest with me, and she's always she had always been um, straightforward with me. So you were curious, like why? Yeah. Why do? Yeah. That? So I did ask her that straight up, like, um, you know, why? Why me? And then her honest response was that I know you could get the job done. Uh, nice. uh, I know how you work. I know your mentality. I know you're a hard worker. And I know that things are going to go, you know, uh, the way I want it to, uh, considering of our past experience. Wow. So it, it, that I always took to heart because it's I mean, not, not just directly with her, but with any kind of job. Uh, I love this job so much that uh, I always try to make sure everything goes obviously not perfect, but as smooth as possible. Yeah. Uh, and you know it's like i said your your hard work pays off she noticed it she's seen it so she flew me out there she flew me out there i actually did some work on the current house that she used to live in um and i went and scoped out and gave her ideas uh that she didn't even have in mind she just like give me the basic i told her well you could do this here and do that and this. And, you know, she was surprised and she really liked a lot of my <laughs> ideas. Uh, and this was going to be like almost a, a more than a $100,000 job. Wow. Um, fortunately, it didn't end up working out because of the fact that she needed things done kind of like on the right away. Like she needed oh, me see. to be there within the next two weeks type of thing. Yeah. But I already had, you know, like I said, things kind of lined up over here. Right. And I wasn't just going to say, all right, you know, I'm going to drop everything just to go and take care of her. And apart from that, her contractor over there was kind of pressuring her as well. It was like, hey, bring in someone, bring in a low voltage, bring in low voltage. Gotcha. So, you know, at the end of, at the, end of the day, it didn't work out. Uh, but, you know, she has here and there contacted me, sent me pictures of the progress she took. You know, she did take a lot of my ideas that I brought up that she liked and implemented. She has a beautiful house over there. Um, but I've always you know, considered that the sweetest, uh, sweetest story from a client to, to consider me for that. Yeah. And like the fact that she flew you out and everything, like exactly like yeah. you were wondering and i was wondering too like why go through so much trouble right <laughs> and i mean you, you you she said exactly why because the experience that she had with the service that you had provided in the past made her want to do that yeah you know and who knows maybe in the future things do work out you know timeline wise and you guys can do something in the future maybe she yeah. has a friend and she you know, yeah exactly she thinks yeah, of so, you, guys you know again. the 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 doors open to to future projects who knows uh, but last question of the podcast if you had to choose 
your current life soundtrack, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of um, ironic with me because I I wouldn't really know what soundtrack. Um, I'm really I'm really pensive mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Uh, not that I'm not into music. I could turn on the radio and you know put a whatever random is on the radio or whatever I'm you know feel like hearing at the time. But there's a lot of times that I could literally go silent, not even to have the radio on, and just be thinking all the way, uh, the whole ride. Maybe it could be 45 minutes, half an hour, an hour, and not even notice. By the time I get there, I notice like, oh man, I didn't, I never even turned on the radio. <laughs> so I'm not the gotcha. biggest when it comes to music. So I can't think of something at the top of my head right now. What song would be? Uh, consider something for my lifestyle um yeah that's fine yeah or maybe just i mean a song that maybe kind of fits the vibe of how you've been feeling lately maybe something like that uh honestly i wouldn't be able to tell you i'm trying to think but like i said i'm bad with music uh I'm probably thinking of starting lyrics, but I don't even know the, the exact name of the artist or the name of uh, the exact name of the song. But. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that, you know, you're different that way because uh, like so far everyone else has been like, oh, yeah, you know, such and such song by such and such. I think one of uh, our more uh, like one of our other guests that we've recorded a podcast uh you like they were giving like three songs i was like <laughs> i just asked for one man <laughs> like yeah. so i mean that's refreshing you know that's and that's cool i'm sure there's people out there too that you know think the same way you do like they'd rather just kind of think and and be figuring stuff out like in the background that's the way it sounds like right yeah that you do a lot of that yeah yeah, yeah but sometimes always just it's not always just thinking about a specific thing. Sometimes I'm already thinking about certain things in the future or certain things that I need to do for a certain job the next day, next day, or the rest of the week type of thing. So it, it kind of varies, um, but that's that's my mentality of how I am. Uh, I have nothing against music. I, you know, I love music. I could turn it on and dance. I love dancing, yeah. but... When it comes to really hearing it and, you know, kind of process a certain song, at least right now, I, I just can't think of one. Gotcha. Got it. It's all good, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So where can people find you online? Like, do you guys have a, I don't know, business page or website? Uh, we're still or? working on that at the moment. Uh, we don't have a web page. We're working on the web page and we are working on making uh, content. Um Nice. I haven't uh, started the Instagram page, uh, but we are getting photos and videos together of certain past uh, projects that we've been working on. Some pretty good, nice, cool uh, projects. Um, uh, for for now, there there isn't exactly a, a direct link. Uh, yeah. Just just I just have my personal that I post up some of our projects from time to time. All right, would that be the best way to, for people to contact you right now? At least yeah. right now, yeah, on Instagram. All right, awesome. Then we'll go ahead and definitely put in the description if that's okay with you. Yeah. And people could reach out, you know, through there. And looking forward to seeing once you start your business page and, and you know, get all this content up there. I'm sure it's going to be very, very cool. Thank you so much, Axel, for your time. Appreciate you being on the podcast. 
And um, yeah, I'll be seeing you around. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, Levi. Everyone else out there, have a beautiful day and take care. This has been a Red Bird Studio production. We hope you've enjoyed the program. 